Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Tuesday, November 5th, and this is your FT News Briefing. A rise in quarterly revenue wasn't enough to stop the proverbial bleeding at Uber. And SoftBank will impose new standards on the startup founders it backs. And according to a new FT Peterson poll, about a third of Americans feel like they're worse off than they were before Donald Trump became president. Our own Peter Spiegel breaks down the numbers. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Uber shares fell as much as 6% in after-hours trading on Monday. The ride-hailing company released its third-quarter numbers yesterday, and while revenues beat estimates at $3.8 billion, Uber still posted a total loss of $1.2 billion. Chief Executive Dara Khosrowshahi insisted Uber was on a path to produce a profit for the full year of 2021, at least on its earnings before interest, tax, depreciation, and amortization. But investors weren't convinced. The after-hours share price pushed Uber's stock down to $29 apiece. The shares IPO'd at $45. The results did reveal that Uber's core business, its rides, accounted for more than three-quarters of its top line. And rides is covering the overhead costs of other bets, including deliveries, electric bikes and scooters, and self-driving tech. All four divisions besides rides made losses last quarter. SoftBank is creating new rules to try to avoid another situation like WeWork. Sources tell the FT that the Tokyo-based group is tightening its governance at the companies it backs. In doing so, it will limit the outsized control of startup founders as it tries to restore confidence in its bets. This comes as quite a shift for SoftBank founder Masayoshi Sun, who has become known as a risk-addicted dealmaker. But the need for change came into sharper focus after WeWork's initial public offering collapsed last month. The property company had a dual-class share structure that, at one point, gave WeWork co-founder Adam Newman 20 times the voting power of other shareholders. SoftBank is taking a multi-billion dollar write-down because of bad bets on its investments, including WeWork. And in other news, the Trump administration is considering dropping some existing tariffs on Chinese goods, all in order to seal a partial deal with Beijing as early as this month. Sources tell the FT that officials are debating whether to roll back levies on $112 billion worth of Chinese imports, including clothing, appliances, and flat-screen monitors. These tariffs were introduced in September at a rate of 15%. Another senior executive is leaving the Golden Arches. The head of McDonald's Human Resources, David Fairhurst, is now the second higher up to leave the company in as many days. On Sunday, McDonald's fired Chief Executive Steve Easterbrook over a relationship with an employee that breached company policies. The fast food chain did not give a reason for Mr. Fairhurst's departure. And the UK House of Commons has a new speaker. MPs voted in favor of Labour's Lindsay Hoyle to take the role. Sir Lindsay is expected to take a measured approach. I want to hopefully show that the experience I've shown previously will continue. As I promised, I will be neutral. I will be transparent. While his predecessor, John Burko, became famous around the world for his combative manner. Spare us the theatrics! Behave yourself! Be a good boy, young man! Be a good boy! Mr. Burko retired from the post last week. And here's a story you should know more about. Are you better off than you were four years ago? 
That was the question Ronald Reagan posed to voters when he successfully defeated then-U.S. President Jimmy Carter back in 1980. Next Tuesday is election day. Next Tuesday, all of you will go to the polls. You'll stand there in the polling place and make a decision. I think when you make that decision, it might be well if you would ask yourself, are you better off than you were four years ago? Here we are in the run-up to the 2020 presidential election. And as part of a new poll, the FT and the Peter G. Peterson Foundation are asking Americans if they are better off now, financially, than when Donald Trump was elected. And the first round of results is pretty evenly split. A third of Americans say they're worse off, a third of Americans say there has been no change in their financial position, and a third say they are better off. The poll is called the FT Peterson U.S. Economic Monitor. Our U.S. Managing Editor, Peter Spiegel, has more. If you are, for instance, a college-educated white male, we show that almost 50% say they are better off. Right. As the president has argued, you have seen a huge stock market run, basically the longest bull market in history. You have seen a huge economic expansion. But that has helped largely the rich get richer, uh, for lack of a better word. And if you look at even just the jobs report that came out for October, you see that hourly wages, for instance, have gone up, but not at a rate that they normally do, particularly pre-crisis era. So, and we drilled down and we said, well, why do you feel that you haven't been better off? And the number one reason is income levels, wages and income levels. You're sort of, you're working and your middle class people have yet to feel the spoils of the economic expansion because it hasn't filtered down to wages and income. So that's that's the main reason we found. And what happens if they don't start feeling this by the time the 2020 election starts to kick up into high gear? I mean, you have Democratic candidates like Warren and Sanders who really tout themselves on economic policy. Could this feeling be enough to get people to switch sides? Well, that's exactly why we did the poll. I mean, frankly, my, my gut instinct is that what we're going to see is, although economic sense has not improved, and still people are just as grumpy and as angry as they were in 2016. There are so many other issues out there when it comes to Trump, impeachment, other social issues, other cultural issues, that economics may not be the main driver. The interesting thing is, though, if you look at the rhetoric on the campaign trail of a Sanders, of a Warren, um, what you see is a lot of economic populism, because they must be seeing the same thing we're looking at here, which is that anger has not gone away. So we're going to track this every month for the rest of the year. What my intention to do is sort of track it against both Trump approval rating, but also as we get the horse race numbers to come in when we get two candidates fighting against each other, to see whether economic perceptions are matching voter intentions. This may be that sui generis election where the economics doesn't really become the preeminent issue in voters' mind to motivate them to one way or the other. So you're going to continue doing this poll over the next 12 months, and every time there's going to be a top question. What is the one that you're going on now? What are some of the ones that we might see in the future? So basically what we're doing is is this is a a tracking poll, right? We want to see whether voter sentiment on Trump's economic policies changes over time. So these top-level questions we're going to ask every month to see how it goes. But we also want to sort of be open to whether there are events that happen during the campaign that may change voter sentiment on this. Mm -hmm. So this month what we went out there with is obviously upheaval in the Middle East. We had attacks between Saudis and and the Iranians on on oil vessels, both in the Gulf, but also on land in Saudi Arabia. We had Trump deploying troops to northern Syria to protect oil uh, fields. And we asked, hey, look, the U.S. is potentially weighing, sending military forces into the region for a violent conflict. We asked voters to what extent does the increase in oil prices that could come from a Middle East war, to what extent should that weigh on decision makers in Washington? 55% of Americans said, yes, the United States should take into account rising oil prices when they decide whether to engage in conflict in the Middle East, which was surprising to me. 
perhaps it shouldn't have been surprising because the next question we asked is, would you be negatively affected, your personal finances, by rising oil prices? And 75% was said, yes, my personal finances would be worse off, including a third of voters who said very badly uh, affected by uh, rising oil prices. Just because of what they might pay at the pump. Exactly. Exactly. So it was slightly surprising to me that Americans, when they think about foreign policy, do actually think about pocketbook issues. And my supposition is that President Trump is probably looking at some of these same polling numbers and saying, these are my voters. They care more about pocketbook issues, about the price of the pump, and they don't want us going to war if it's going to raise gas prices. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.